These are some of the major stories which made the news this week in The Hunter. Plans to favour Lake Macquarie's on-demand bus service over regular weekend services were criticised on Monday as the area prepares for another timetable revision. Transport operator Kios Downer revealed the service is being expanded south towards Belmont TAFE, but the plans raise a concern of local MPs and the Rail, Tram and Bus Union, who say the timetable should be left alone. Swansea MP Yasmin Catley said cutting regular timetables may the network less reliable for commuters. The community that I represent tell me that they want the 350 route back. It was the route that took people to where they needed to be. We have a situation where a bus timetable and its routes have been implemented but do not meet the needs of the community. This has to stop. The new management plan for Throsby Creek was officially launched on Monday following months of work and community consultation. The Throsby Creek Government Agencies Committee's plan includes works and maintenance to alleviate flooding effects, water quality studies and the implementation of a citywide flash flood warning system. Newcastle MP and Committee Chair Tim Crackenthorpe said it's intended to improve the safety and quality of the popular waterway. The plan has been a lot of work by a lot of different government agencies and uh, it's a great plan in that it will really uh, put a lot of focus onto Throsby Creek and improving the biodiversity and the ecosystem of that area. The Hunter was hit with wild weather on Tuesday. A low-pressure system moved in from the south coast, bringing heavy rain, high winds and dangerous surf conditions. The cold front marked a particularly chilly start to winter, with snowfall dusting Barrington tops. The rough weather took its toll on the recently installed sand transfer system at Jimmy's Beach. Part of the pumping system was reportedly left dangling along the beach on Wednesday morning after wild surf conditions eroded the sand beneath it. In a meeting with Health Minister Brad Hazard on Wednesday, Walls End MP Sonia Hornery presented a petition with over 5,000 signatures calling to renew the John Hunter Hospital Park and Ride Shuttle Service. The shuttle previously linked Hunter Stadium to the hospital, but the service was ditched in 2015 when a $10 million car park was built. Sonia Hornery says traffic continues to be an issue and the shuttle could present a solution to both growing gridlock and accessibility concerns. When the shuttle was operational there were a lot of people particularly staff who took the option of parking their car at the Hunter Stadium and catching the the shuttle service to the John Hunter Hospital and of course it was very popular with people who were elderly or had a disability because they got the door-to-door service that you can't get when you're parking a long distance away. Roads and maritime services joined with police on Thursday to reinforce the importance of staying alert around Newcastle's light rail network. Over 200 near misses have been reported at Stewart Avenue, Steel Street and Worth Place. Hunter Director of Roads and Maritime Services Anna Zicky said new safety precautions are being put in place to address the issue. On Stewart Avenue where the majority of the incidents are occurring, we've put in temporary VMS signs to let people know that there's a tram approach We've also adjusted the traffic signals to improve the sequencing between the the signals at Hunter and the light rail and honeysuckle and we've also put additional tram warning signs in place. Police released footage of some of the near misses. It's available on the 2NURFM Hunter News Facebook page. 
Data released on Thursday revealed Newcastle Transport missed out on almost $500,000 revenue between May and November last year because of fare-dodging passengers. Fare compliance is up across Newcastle and Lake Macquarie, but many customers are still doing the wrong thing. Keolis Downers' Andrew Fletcher said customer service officers have been attempting to educate passengers on the importance of tapping on and off. Uh, the introduction of April has been a big change for the way people travel around uh, Newcastle and uh, it's important that everybody travel with a valid Apple card to tap on and off uh, every time because there's a real opportunity cost to people uh, evading fares and that is um, money that could have otherwise been invested to uh, uh, further improve the public transport infrastructure around the city. Lake Macquarie detectives revealed this week they're reinvestigating the cold case disappearances of three young women in the 1970s and 90s. 18-year-old Robin Hickey and 14-year-old Amanda Robinson vanished within two weeks of each other in 1979. 16-year-old Gordana Katevsky disappeared 15 years later from Charlestown. Strike Force Arapaima has been established to re-examine the cases. Lake Macquarie Superintendent Danny Sullivan said any piece of information could help detectives. Strike Force Arapaima is having a really strong, hard look at the evidence that's been obtained and looking to find new leads. And this is where our community comes in. We're asking anyone with any information, no matter how trivial, to call us on Crime Stoppers. Recent figures from the state government show crimes relating to domestic violence and sexual assault in Newcastle and the Hunter have increased over the last five years. New South Wales figures show cases of sexual assault increased 4.6% and indecent assault cases increased by 6% across the state. Maitland MP and Shadow Minister for the Prevention of Domestic Violence Jenny Aitchison said on Friday it's much more than just a crime issue and more support is needed for victims. You can't arrest your way out of this crime. That has been this government's approach over the last eight years. It's an important aspect of the solution. But if you don't support victims and survivors, you will not stop domestic violence. And Lake Macquarie MP Greg Piper has demanded an apology from Origin Energy over the closure of the Myuna Bay Sport and Recreation Centre. Origin's engineering report, which saw the centre shut down due to claims of safety concerns, is now under review by the New South Wales Dam Safety Committee. Greg Piper said on Friday the community and their substantial support are to thank for the action. The petition was fantastic and, and the government does notice um, the, the weight of numbers, you know, the, the support for it. So the fact that we've got nearly 20,000 people who have signed it, it has not been lost on the government.